Now I know we talk all year long about positive parenting, but I wanted to be sure to give some holiday specific tips because I know this time of year brings a lot of joy, but it all can also can bring a lot of challenges. It is fun and exciting, but it can also feel very busy, very overwhelming and stressful for both parents and kids. And I know for us parents, since we're so busy and so overwhelmed, it's easy for us to start backsliding into negative habits some old habits so I wanted this episode to just kind of serve as your friendly reminder your little booster to get you through the holiday season as well as give you some practical tips um, as it relates to positive parenting around this time of the year here's the thing to keep in mind now if your child seems more clingy more moody more defiant or just all around a little bit more difficult around this time of the year I want you to know that this is common and that this often can mean that they are stressed out so that what kids will do is they will show you with their behavior um, that they are stressed and so those are common manifestations of stress now of course we cannot prevent all types of stress right and we can't make everything go smoothly and this time of year will naturally bring its own form of stress because there's lots of changes there's lots of transitions there's lots of fun and exciting things going on but we can do our best as the parents to try to minimize the stress and that's what I'm going to be talking about in this episode I'm going to be sharing my top three favorite positive parenting tips around the holidays to prevent meltdowns and other behavioral issues so let's discuss welcome back to my channel if you are new here I am Dr. Jasmine I'm a mom of two with one on the way and around here we talk about all things positive parenting from potty training to discipline to tantrums and everything in between so if you are watching on YouTube consider hitting that subscribe button to join our family before we dive into my top three favorite tips around the holidays I want to share with you a free gift which is my free positive discipline workshop called how to get your child to listen to you without yelling it is a complete step-by-step -step guide that includes lots of real-life examples about how not only to get more cooperation but also more connection with our little ones so all you have to do to watch the workshop is go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash workshop to watch it for free all right let's dive in okay so tip number one is to check in with your little one before events even if you have a little toddler and they're not yet speaking yet i want you to get into the routine especially around this time of year where we're going to lots of different events and gatherings get into the routine of checking in with our little one before we actually enter the event or the gathering or what have you it's kind of like the calm before the storm where you guys get a chance to connect a little bit answer any questions talk about some expectations <laughs> um and just kind of make sure everybody's on the same page before you actually walk into 
the gathering where there's lots of people and lots of things going on. So one of the things that you want to especially check in about and talk about explicitly during your little check-in chat is some of the expectations or rules that your child will be expected to follow. So for example, let's say you're going to grandma's house and dinner time is really important to her and they really have a value on having dinner together. Well, you're gonna wanna let your child know that ahead of time, right? hey we're going to grandma's house one of the things that's really important is that we all have dinner together so there will be a time where we'll sit at the dinner table we're gonna do our best to sit at the table I know it's not a lot of fun mommy brought you some books and some coloring to keep you occupied but I do expect you to try to stay at the table for as long as possible you can let me know if you need a break or if you need some help but that is one of the things that is really important to grandma. So we're gonna do our best. We're gonna work as a team. Any questions for me? Or what questions do you have for me? And go from there. Or let's say, you know, your child is in like, let's say an aggressive uh, patch, ag aggressive phase. And one of the things that you guys are working on is keeping your hands to yourself. You can say, you know, I expect you to use kind, gentle hands with your cousins. Um, and if we have trouble following that rule, I will ask, I will remove you and we will go and check in in a room or a bathroom together and just make sure we're on the same page. So again, you're just setting like a light expectation, keeping it positive, right? You want to form it in, in the way that really explicitly tells your child what you expect them to do rather than not do, right? So it's like you, you don't want to say no hitting or no throwing or whatever you want to focus on what you want them to do. And then, and then you can share, you know, what will happen if they have trouble following that expectation. And a lot of the times it's going to look like you pulling them to the side away from all the commotion and all the excitement to check in and re you know reevaluate everything so it could be you know gentle hands it could be you know staying at the table it can be um you know using their walking feet and having gentle hands with things around them um, and of course the younger your child is the more we're gonna have to try to make sure the environment is conducive to them <laughs> rather than them trying to fit with the environment and of course we want to make sure that our expectations are always age-appropriate um, but having that check-in conversation will just help everybody feel on the same page and it doesn't need to be long it could be just a couple sentences I think the shorter the better you don't want to go on and on and on and on on like a lecture just a quick check-in chat to make sure that everything is clear and you want to end with what questions do you have for me the other thing you can also check in with them about is like who to expect to be there at the event or what things they're gonna do or let's say you guys are opening gifts letting them know hey I think we're gonna be opening gifts after dinner or I'll let you know when it's time to open gifts we're not going to do that right away you know just so that they can kind of have a heads up of what to expect in this new environment tip number two and I talked about this in tip number one and this is kind of two tips in one but they're related it is to make sure that your expectations are not only age appropriate but context appropriate 
and along those lines making sure that you follow through with what you say right that you still want to be consistent predictable and follow through even though it's the holidays and there's a lot going on um, I want you to remember that the holiday season will end and it's going to be a lot harder to get yourself back on track if you've been a little inconsistent or a little bit lenient of course there's opportunities to be flexible but overall if you say you're going to do something you want to make sure to follow through so let's say for example you say okay if you have trouble keeping your hands to yourself or using gentle hands with your cousin then we are going to need to go check in in the bathroom or the room or what have you well guess what the minute that that happens you have to follow through with what you said you were going to do or else it's going to be very confusing and very unpredictable for your child um, and again like I said making sure that your expectations are age appropriate but also context appropriate and along those lines just expecting that your child is going to act their age <laughs> right a lot of these events that happened during the holidays were created by adults and they were for adults <laughs> right and it includes lots of long boring dinners <laughs> your kids find them boring um, and long you know gatherings that there might not be a lot of toys and games for them to engage with so just you know keep that in mind expect them to act their age expect them to be hungry and need sleep and get overstimulated and overwhelmed with all the that's going on maybe they haven't seen these family members in a long time or there's just a lot of people all in, in one space um, also expect them to need boundaries especially when it comes to candy and sweets and things they might not be used to um, at home expect them to need some help with you know setting some boundaries around those things so they don't get carried away they don't get super wound up <laughs> um, and you know of course like I said earlier bring being sure to bring some toys uh, you know some books some activities if especially if you're gonna be at places for a long amount of time bringing some things that they enjoy that kind of remind them of home and are familiar and that will keep them occupied uh, while they you know wait because a lot of the times these places <laughs> grandma's house doesn't have a lot of things for them to do um, so just kind of planning ahead especially for dinner time it's hard for kids to stay at the table for long amounts of time so be sure to bring a little activity back that's just for dinner so that they can you know whip out the crayons whip out some of the books to play with or a little toy to keep them you know occupied and busy while they sit at dinner the other thing related to all of this is don't be afraid to leave early and what I end up doing a lot of times during these gatherings is I use diaper changes or bathroom breaks as a way for us to kind of get away from all the commotion reconnect check in with each other how are things going just kind of take a little bit of a break before we then go back outside I find that that kind of helps not only them but me <laughs> Um, with all the stimulation and all the commotion going on so don't be afraid to take a quick little potty break with your little one or diaper break or car break just to kind of recalibrate if you will tip number three is to avoid over scheduling this is a common trigger for stress is that we just simply have too much on our plate we're trying to be so many places all at once and it's a lot of a lot going on so one of the things that I like to plan for during the holiday season is white space okay not only you know when we're gonna go see grandma and grandpa and cousins and do all the fun things and activities and festivities but I also like to plan out okay but when are we gonna rest <laughs> 
<laughs> when are we gonna have some open space on our calendar I call it white space to you know relax play reconnect as a family get other things done so not only do you want to plan those activities but plan some downtime it's especially important for your little one again especially if you have a little kid it's so easy for them to get overstimulated and the more we try to pack into their schedule the more they're gonna get overwhelmed and start having those meltdowns and tantrums and um, clinginess and defiance because they're just over scheduled so I would I recommend one don't book more than one big major event uh, per day and I would even say make the next day or even the day before that completely free if you can it's not always possible right especially the closer we get to certain things but if you can create some some white space around a big event so that everybody has some time to rest before and after and also you know sit down with your family have a little bit of a family meeting and say okay what are all the things that we want to do and out of this list let's pick three or five like priority things things that we need to do places we need to go people we need to see and then let's you know pick out some things that would be really fun to do they're kind of like a nice to do they're not our priority tasks but it would be awesome if we can fit those things in and we just know we're gonna be flexible around those things and we're gonna try to uh, fit them in of course but if it's too much we'll let those things go I know it's tempting for us uh, as the parents to feel like okay the more that we do uh, for our kids and the more places we take them and the more things that we do as a family the better this holiday season will be but I really like to focus on well are we having fun or are we just too stressed out um, because I feel like that matters the most right are we having fun are we enjoying ourselves as a family are we present in this moment or are we feeling stressed and overbooked because that's I think the more important thing to keep in mind during this hectic holiday season. Um, I hope that this was helpful um, and I am wishing you and your family a happy holiday season if you are celebrating. Don't forget to check out my free discipline workshop, how to get your little one to listen to you without yelling for a step-by-step -step guide on increasing cooperation. Especially comes in handy around this time of the year. Um, that is it for this episode. I'll see you in the next one. Bye.